Yeah, your reaction. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? I, I, oh, was, wait, like, fucking I was like, jam, oh, son. oh, so we're professionals here, huh? <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay, Mick, I'm going to hit, I know we haven't done a warm-up, so hey, how's it going? I'm going to hit the intro, and we're going to go to the show. Is that okay with you? Okay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen up, spuds. This is Zap Brannigan, eh? master of time, space, and everything else in between. And, uh, oh, yeah, winner of this year's Modesty Award. Yeah. You're listening to You Suck. What's the difference with Al and Tom? You're one stop for this sort of thing. Yeah. Our music's better than the StreamYard music, right? Testing like your speakers <laughs> on StreamYard. Oh, testing your speakers on StreamYard. I don't know, oh, working, yeah. If something's really stupid and makes you laugh and nearly fall off your chair, I needed a sal volcano there off my chair when I listened to that. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just really, really stupid, right? It's clever yeah, and stupid yeah, at the same time. Yeah. Hey, we'll, listen, we'll rip them off. And... Really, really stupid is hardly ever a really bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Shoot, monumentally stupid hey, is also a good thing sometimes. Hey, because you know what? Lunacy can be some of the highest marks in our society, right? It's Absolutely. True. It's uh, true. Look, Think about the Wright brothers. They're like, hey. See if I can get you on speaker. Hello? 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 Talk, Hello? Right? Yes, no, it's not gonna work. God damn it! Okay. <laughs> Fucking, I think about the Wright brothers. Um, and the Wright brothers, you testing know, were the guys. Oh. They were testing their speakers on Streamyard one day, <laughs> and they flew a fucking plane. And they were loons at the time. Everybody's like, "You're crazy! You can't yeah, fly a plane." Yeah, I like that. You're crazy. No, it yeah. can't be like that. Um, what do you mean it's like that? By anyway, the way, guys, guys I'm gonna this is, what's force this. Yeah, go do it, do it, do it, Tom. Yeah, yeah. By the way, this is what's the difference podcast. I'm Tom Bruno. Uh, I'm Alex Whiteley. I'm also pissing myself. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking this week's guest. Uh, we've had him on live before, but we've we always um threatened to do like a full fledged episode. And you on New Sub Chronicles too? Yes. Oh, yeah. Is it was I live? You were live on ours. Like that was. I what was. We... Yeah, we're yeah. Because yeah, I don't know if I've seen you two together. I don't think were we together. Are you on that? Were you on the show, Top? You were on the top. You, you, oh, I was on the show. I was on the, we it was on the show. Uh, since you joined us, Mick, a lot's happened, and we've spoken to a lot of people, and we've developed an awful lot, um, because that was very early on into the You Suck uh, right. era, I guess, so, uh, yeah. we can say. So it was it was early suck? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's early, early suck. Okay, okay. Well, early it was, suck, yeah. It was, it was pre-com You Suck, it's is what pre- it was. It was, it was like the pre- beginning. Suck. What? Yeah, preset, <laughs> preset, which is also known as a date, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we used to suck, but we do not anymore. No, we don't. it was it was no. first base at best. Oh, barely was. It was like it was like oh, well, it was almost second base, like kind of like feeling over the shirt, and be like, hey, what's going on right here? Oh shit, is over that the a shirt? Wire? Over the shirt. Oh my god, more like fumbling at the bar, the brass trap. It just won't come off. <laughs> I got really good at that later on, but like even today, like ever so often, I'll be trying to fucking. I'll be like, "Fuck you! I'm I'm the Fonz," and I fucking try to fucking work my you know, patty break, break a rib. <laughs> you know us us big boys. We use scissors. Yeah, is that the trick? <laughs> you know what? Just... You know what? It's 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 it's. There is no return from that. <laughs> it really is. Well, it, once, there once is. you get the scissors out, 
you're you're gone. You're there. Nick, you look like a guy that Zoro's girls clothes off. You're just like <laughs> <laughs> fucking titties just pop out and shit. <laughs> that's it's a Scorsese thing. It's, that is, it's that is. weird, right? It's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> fucking. Like, and that's how you shave as well. You're just like look in the mirror. You're like, oh, hold on. <laughs> Fucking, you come out looking the way you do. It's fucking yeah, phenomenal. I, I, I've never had to take. I've never had to take a bra off. No, no, no. What are what are bras? They, what they, are they? They Some come off pants? all by themselves. <laughs> oh shit. Um, not even the Fonz had that. I, I think it'd be great. Like, how about like a halfway in between? Like Fonz just walks up to a chick and hits her on the yeah. side. Not not hard. You know, no no physical abuse. Yeah. But like you know, gets a little tap. Like she's a jukebox. All of a sudden, just <laughs> clothing explodes. <laughs> um, I saw this really funny fan theory the other day that um Fonz was actually um and not in a negative way, but he was actually a homosexual when he was trying to get with Richie Cunningham that whole time. And that, like, the girls and all that stuff was just a facade so we could, like, you know, drop everybody. Because it was back in, like, uh, the 50s and shit. Or the 40s you mean Richie, whatever. Richie Cunningham? Yes. Yes. Coming <laughs> in Fozzie's hands. Is what oh, I, you know what? Wait. You guys just handed me that. You know that, right? I, I did. I really it, did. It was a slow you, pitch. You really, <laughs> it, it's, it's really, I like it when I get them handed to me and I don't even have to open the little fuckers. Or Cunningham. Okay. <laughs> Cunning Lingusham. <laughs> um, okay, guys. So if, if you guys don't remember the live episode that we did, um, this episode is, it, we really all started with fucking Keith McCleary, um, who kind of like had you on a show and I thought oh. you were fucking amazing. Um, you were so much fun to fucking talk to and like you happen to have a very fucking excellent career, which happens to fit this month's fucking, uh, this month's fucking genre. Oh. So, um, oh, uh, that's, that's, that's right. Yeah. It's October, isn't it? It is October or yeah. Shocktober as we yeah. call it. Shocktober. <laughs> um or as or as we it's it, so you see, October in America is, is actually getting towards the end of Halloween. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like, well, Halloween starts super early. Nowadays. Uh super early. It, it it it's sort of like uh it's a mid-August beginning. Yes. You know? As a man who has made his career in the in the in the fucking you know in the halloween s type of fucking like lifestyle is is that a good thing or bad thing um i good you know what i I, i'm uh, i am in entirely neutral about it uh (laughs) because because you you understand that to me it's sort of like an animal it just happens to me and i'm like whoa <laughs> don't, don't, don't let Did Halloween your phone stop your blowing fear. up though. Like as soon as it gets yeah. October, people are like ring, yeah. ring, ring, ring. No, yeah, yeah. Hello, okay, yeah, yeah. It's for some reason, for some reason, not as much this year uh, uh, as uh, as it has been before. Um, mm. I, I I think that uh, people are confused. They've been locked in their houses for so long. Uh, they think that it's uh, uh, January, December. January. <laughs> They're like, what should we call Mick for, yeah, for talking is, about the, the Halloween stuff? No, 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 no. It's it's Christmas like, season. Mick's I doing quite like stuff. The term. But, but 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 you know what is happening? It's funny. Is, is I am getting calls for films, and Ooh. it's it's like it's been a couple three years since that's happened. Well, you know? that's actually a good kicking off place, Mick. 
why don't you tell the kids if they don't happen to know um, what it is you exactly do and where your career kind of like stumbles into my lap where I'm like, oh, my God, fuck, I got to talk to this guy for this exact reason. <laughs> fuck, on, you, well, please. let's see. I, uh, y- you know, I, I got to tell you the truth. I'm getting to an age where if it weren't for IMDb, I would hardly even know what I was what I ever did. But uh, oh, so, even it. Oh, 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 yeah, it's like <laughs> I am to be amazing, right? Yeah, it's uh, I I, uh, I was a production designer and an effects designer. And uh, and I, I still am. <laughs> I don't know why I said was um, maybe there's a good chance that I'm dead. You don't know. <laughs> you know, I'll I, 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 I was like, because you're dead. I, I was talking. I was talking. It seemed like I was talking to Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, you are Tom, you're in hell. Tom or Tom Dahmer, uh, as it yeah. were, and, and, and I've got and, a green beard, <laughs> and, <laughs> which makes you just, psychotic in your own right. He just <laughs> fucking left, you know. Well, I, like, I can hear oh, you. Hey, I, no, no, no. <sighs> no I, I have to tell you this. So, so this is how <sighs> I saw how rude that was. It was like, okay, hey, so uh, Mick, uh, why don't you why don't you tell everybody what it is you've done? I gotta go. <laughs> well, really, I, I gotta I gotta leave. My presence is so thick. It's like a it's like a milkshake, <laughs> Mick. That I have to leave whenever I ask guests questions, so then you can have. Okay, no, no, that's I was really trying you know to be what? polite. Absolutely fair. So okay, I was, <laughs> I was a production designer on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three and four, uh, and um, Leatherface, and yes. uh, I uh, I fixed um, I fixed Mortal Kombat. Yay. I built <laughs> I built the town that. Uh, I got in an argument recently with uh with Twitter Brothers. I I I built the town of uh of uh Critters too. Yeah. yeah. And 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 uh I can't I can't think of which Kyoto it was, but I was arguing with him on Facebook because he's um he's kind of a uh a, a, a Trumposaurus. And oh, uh yeah, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mal hey, he's malfeasant and um <laughs> and, and and he he attacked me kind of out of the blue I, I was attacking i was attacking trump voters in general mm. and he attacked me in specific and uh and i went oh well you mean little aren't you the little dick that had that uh that uh blew up my generator and while i was i i, I mean he he and his group, the Kyoto brothers, and by the way, because I'm out of the business or not, I'm out of the business. No, it's, it's more, it's, it's because I don't give a fuck anymore. Um, mm. I, I can cuss on this fucking show, right? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, well, we, well, we, we support such a thing. Um, God bless the oh, UK. Yes. Anyway. So I, <laughs> so, so, uh, he was saying, uh, how, um, uh, how, how much he loved Trump. And, 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 hmm. and I was saying, well, you know, you don't mind if I don't take your word for it beans as you and your, your compadres were such a bunch of drooling assholes when, when you came on, when you came on critters too. And which is really funny because th- they came on with this idea that they were going to do this critter ball that was going to be like made out of an aluminum structure. Uh-huh. And they, they glued a bunch of critter balls on it and, um, and they tried to roll it down a hill and, and 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 everybody that was on my crew didn't have anything to do because they managed somehow to plug a one ten 
thing into my uh, enormous 210 generator and blow it out. So they didn't have anything to do. So all we could do was go watch them roll their critter, their first critter ball down the hill. <laughs> and, and everybody was like, you know, I say, I mean, we were all structural people. You know, mm. we were all people. Uh, l- let me get, take that back. We were all people who knew how things worked. And, um, <clears throat> and so they tried rolling this aluminum ball down the hill and at the top of the hill it was like seven feet around at the bottom of the hill was uh, like half the size of a beach ball and and there were there were critters moaning and screaming all all up and down the hillside so <laughs> so what happened when you started the movie um yeah fuck, okay so I, I pulled up your imdb i got you mick i got you all right so there is um and this is very very good the hidden which um i'm a movie from 1987 nightmare on street four um it doesn't say three why the fuck doesn't say three you assholes they're missing something fat yeah. boys <laughs> are you ready for freddy which is a video short in 1988 um, Freddy's Nightmares, the TV series, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, which is my my buddy's like favorite of all time. Hollywood Dog, Fever, Frankenstein, the College Years, which is a fucking fantastic title. Um, <laughs> Strays, Calendar, Cop Killer, Bambi, Bembeck Story, um, Revenge of the Nerds 3, The Next Generation, Ring of Musketeers, Taint of Blood, Mantis, Hercules in the Amazon one. Now, was that the Kevin Sorbo one? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. You got to wear Kevin Sorbo. You oh, Kevin's, Kevin. I got to tell you, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo working down there in New Zealand with with uh, a bunch of uh, Maori non stunt people, you know he literally he literally did this for like two I think we did it for two and a half years right and then he stayed around for the whole TV series. Uh, yeah. I was there for for the the five movies and and um, down there everybody uh, it's like in in America if I need somebody to like make a sword for me. Yeah, it's such a long involved process, and I have to go to a, a forge, you know, to have the aluminum port and all the rest of this. And down there, absolutely everybody in fucking New Zealand has has their own aluminum forge in, in their garage. And so, <laughs> I it's it's such a it's it's a bunch of people that really it, it's like I wanted to do this windmill, right? Mm-hmm. And they brought me the head of the radar <laughs> at the airport. They they mm-hmm. brought me the 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 one that they just changed out, and I got to use that, you know, the the Auckland <laughs> Airport r- radar head. The thing so, that spins around. Yeah, I think it <laughs> spins around so 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 it could spin this way and this way all at the same time. It's wow. Fun. I thought for sure you're gonna be like. So they brought oh. me the entire um, Netherlands with every fucking window, yeah. so I could have my pick and choosing. And you know, right, it, it, it was it was it was amazing. And so so the thing is is so then we got to turn all these aluminum swords over to the uh, to the Maori, uh, mm. who then proceeded not being stunt people or anything like that. They proceeded to literally spend week after week beating the living shit out of Kevin Sorbo with them. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Is, he deserved it. He's a, I, he's a yeah. It's Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Here's a, here's a question though. Um, at the same exact time that show was going on, and I'm just kind of asking. It's an opinion thing, so you can tell me to fuck off if you want. There was sci-fi had um they had Hercules, the fucking legendary tales with Kevin Sorbo. Right. But they also had Xena, 
the warrior princess. Oh, and right, I think Xena went through like a thousand seasons or some nonsense. Why do you th- suppose that fucking Xena went for a thousand seasons and Hercules only went for what it did? Are you fucking serious? Really? <laughs> it's a really small conversation. No, really? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what I want you to do is go back at some point and listen to that fucking question <laughs> isolated and 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 think of what a what a like a eunuch you sound like. Listen. Listen, I know why. I know why that Xena did very well. I'm just asking because you happen to be a guy that was there. And I'm not being funny, like, right? But that that show could have fucking sucked. It could have been terrible. But everybody would still would have been like, "Great work, hello, amazing, yeah. uh, phenomenal, phenomenal." You're the best. Four seasons. It's, you know, you you're, know you're she, a super lady. But she was she was a takeoff of the second movie that we, no she was a takeoff of the first movie that we did. What was he in the fucking Hercules show at first? Is that yeah, I, I yeah. didn't watch it that that's much. Where, like that's I, where I, that's where she came from. She came from uh, the the legendary journeys of her, the legendary journey of Hercules uh, fighting the Amazon women. Okay, I think that's actually on here. Fucking, let's go back up to it. And, um, Hercules, I, legendary journeys, um, the and the Amazon women. There you go. Fucking right, right. And, and and basically, what the what what the the uh, what the men needed, uh, Hercules and the men needed ironing done. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking. Well, the funny thing is, like, I guarantee the guys were watching Hercules. Like, look at fucking Kevin Sorbo. Who the fuck he thinks he is? Look at those muscles. And then they see Zena. Like, yeah, Zena. She she totally digs me. Can you imagine asking Zena to do your ironing? You'd be like, uh, I need to decide what use is a garment without a head. <laughs> <laughs> what? See the thing about uh, fucking. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Whenever I think about Xena, I don't even think about that shit that much anymore. I think about the Treehouse of Horror episode from The Simpsons where fucking Lucy Lawless is on it and she can fly. They're like, wait a minute, Xena can't fly. She's like, I'm not Xena. I'm Lucy I'm Lawless. I'm not Xena, goddammit. I love it so and then much. She, she came up, she also wound up on uh, as uh, on um, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah, and she was on that fucking Spartacus show, which, by the way, I I admire her perseverance for not showing her boobies until she got so late in her career that she's like, "Fuck it, why not?" Here's my here's my fucking kiwi titties and shit, and like everyone's <laughs> check them out. Um, I respect but she, that move. She uh, and and her um, her second uh, I can't think of the the name of the, the Gabby. Yeah, Gabby. Yeah, yeah, they Gabby. they had a relationship, right? They were yeah. They were, Oh yeah, sure, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They wound up. They uh, she wound up being uh, Penn and Teller's, uh, you know, uh, the glamorous assistant. Yeah, glamorous. Really? Assistant. Yeah. What? When the fuck did that? Okay, that's Look that one up, dude. That's fucking <laughs> crazy. Gabby was like, "Listen, I've had enough of sword fighting. I'm gonna go hang out with this guy that doesn't talk and this guy that doesn't shut the fuck up." Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> that's that's actually one of those shows that I really want to see. I have never seen a Penn Teller live, um, and they're still doing the residence at, at Las Vegas. So every single year, I'm like, dude, how much longer are Penn and Teller going to do the show? Like they're like they they're you know well off. They don't need to do it anymore. Yeah, that that that'll go on forever. I mean, you, you know, the thing you is, so? is that 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 pays that 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 pays uh, for all the operations to keep him thin. Oh yeah. Well, he did that potato diet, Mick. Don't you know? He ate nothing but potatoes for Oh, oh yeah, years. right. No. Uh, uh, uh. no, this was not an operation. No. <laughs> no. Drop in the fucking dirt. I didn't have my entire colon removed. No way. 
Well, I did, but it was for fun. It wasn't so much for fucking health reasons. It was I was so sick of pooping. I'm like, there's a better way, right? Yeah, so now I just talk shit. For she works for Trump. <laughs> um, speaking of which, um, going back to what you're saying, fucking, it's so funny to me that people are still in this cult of Trump. It's like motherfucker, that was forever ago. Now, like we live in such a fast paced world that you're still like complaining about Trump, or you're still thinking about Trump. Oh, yeah. like, people yeah, like that just find that it's not like a cult of Trump. It's a cult of dickheads. They just find a new leader yeah. every time. It, That's it, what it is. It is indeed, and and we we Americans um, we raise a lot of dickheads. Yeah, you know, and, and you know the, the the worst thing that ever happened about Trump, and, and let's face it, because it also happened all the way around the world. The worst thing that happened then was that you found out that your neighbor really, honestly, was a dickhead. That yeah. that there was no, <laughs> there was no, you know, all of a sudden you could tell for sure who was fucked up it was who was flying the flag right and even worse so was the people that you thought were normal and then you find out afterwards like um i have a, a my kid's friend's parents um he was talking about donald trump like i uh, they were doing the school meeting in the morning because they went remote for a week and he's like who'd you vote for my dad and my mom like donald trump and i'm like wait a minute i i've your dad makes sense your dad kind of seems like that guy that would like donald trump but right. your mom yeah. she's like a smart educated girl why is she into fucking trump and it's it's very strange and i don't yeah, like but- when kids talk about politics like i I hate it. I think it's stupid. I'm like, I barely understand politics. I don't want to hear you regurgitate your parents' well, fucking false. I will punch shit. a child. See, <laughs> <laughs> your dad's pretty big, but I'll fuck you up, yeah, kid. Yeah. You know what? There's there's uh there's no excuse for not punching a child. No, yeah, but I know. I think it's my fault exactly. I, hey, I mean hey, uh, if, if they need it, they need it. I'm yeah. I Something that really interesting has happened in the UK. I don't know if you guys are getting the news of what's been going on over here, but <clears throat> there's been a haulage driver shortage. All right. Nobody wants oh, to do the right. job. Right. right. Isn't that, the money is, shit, the hours are long, they get treated terribly. Yeah. It's, it's bad. because all the people that would, <laughs> all the people that would drive a truck in, in Britain basically are not from Britain, right? Yeah, so Brexit happened. Everyone's Brexit. like, fuck the foreigners are taking all our jobs. Now everybody's complaining because the foreigners aren't taking our jobs. It's fucking brilliant. It's, <laughs> are there any I, foreigners to come take uh, our jobs? I know. It's, 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 not like, it's not like just America was dumb, became dumb. <laughs> it, it's, it's, like, it's like maybe it started in America, but, but you're basically, yeah, yeah, you've got that blonde guy. Yeah. The apple right. f- doesn't fall too far from the tree out. No, well, you, you, you guys are effectively of our seed, so it's I'm just yeah. saying. That. <laughs> hey, it's not like we don't know the nature of the problem. Um, it's 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 a weird thing, and I I, once again I just don't understand it anymore. Um, but fuck fuck politics. Um, Mick, I gotta say, man, like like growing up, I watched um uh, Joe Bob Briggs on TNT Monster Movie um night. Like he would be on every Saturday night, and he would show classic horror films. You know the the Friday Thirteenth, the Halloweens of it all. And when I was really really young, I got introduced to Freddy Krueger to Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and I saw, and I don't know what resonated between that. Probably just the the imagination of Wes Craven and Mick Strawn, of course, once you come to find out that he was very heavily involved in three and four, especially the, the, the art part of it all. And that and when you watch those movies, they're so fucking beautiful and so creative that like it makes sense after well talking settled, with man. You. Well settled. Yeah. Well settled. Well done. Yeah. So fucking <laughs> wait. So um wait. How- you you had me at Mick Strawn. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, I can do that the rest of the episode. Mick Strong, Mick Strong, Mick Strong, Mick Strong, Mick Strong, Mick Strong. Tom doesn't just give butter, he has to put it in a silver platter, and he's like, 
Yeah. But to say, just, are you complaining that I'm classy? I that's your class. Classy. <laughs> I'm classy as fuck, bro. Oh, um, yeah, thank you. Um, so fucking, how does one become the fucking art director for a movie like an Aaron Elm Street Part Three? Oh, oh, well. So let me do something here. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm gonna try something. Make and if I lose fly. you, hold on, hold on. Just, just sit there. God damn it. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. Okay. Speak. I don't know what I'm holding on to. What's the song? Can fucking I hear you candy. there? No, 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 Hello. Okay, no. I can I hear you. Ugh. Um this is the music. Oh. We're testing your mic. I was trying to get rid of my headphones. Anyway. <laughs> you really hate those microphones, those fucking headphones. See, Nick. You, You're like, oh, you haven't come back yet. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm Hello. here. Yes. <laughs> You're testing the microphone and your headphones. Fucking. Hello. We can just make up answers for Mick this whole time. Well, yeah. I got started because there was once a man. A young man. You do like four bubbles. The... There you are. You're... Oh, that'd be oh. dope. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Boy. Okay. So anyway. Back in the room. I'll tell you exactly how this happened. And I, uh, I, I had been working for a while with ch- with a uh, with a bunch of special effects people, and mm. and I had also was a construction coordinator and, and did art directed little things, and I was I was. Uh, I was hired by Peter Chesney, who's a good friend of mine, to run his shop for a while. Peter Chesney did all the mechanical effects, uh, like the worm going up in the walls and all the rest of that. I actually designed that and built it before the show oh. started. Oh, get the and, fuck out of here. And then it was my turn. And so the thing is, is I'm running the shop. So I, I get to go down with the final bill, which is the prep bill, right? Because oh, they didn't have a director yet, and it looked like uh, it was going to go on forever and stuff like that. And so I take the bill, and I'm literally this close to losing my job in, until you know they got a director. And so mm. I <laughs> I went down with Peter Chesney's final bill, and I'm I'm waiting for the elevator to go up, and a guy comes up beside me that I knew. And his name was Jerry Olson. And, and we had, we knew each other from quite cool. Right. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> and I did the construction coordination on quiet cool. And we both get in the elevator and I got this idea. I thought, well, you know, I'm just about out of a job. And so I thought to myself, well, fuck, I'm going to make an elevator pitch. <laughs> and, and now, you should usually be better prepared than that <laughs> nah. because I didn't think I was going to do the elevator pitch until I was fucking in the elevator. And then I just turned to Jerry and said, Jerry, you know what? He, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, I just been brought on as an executive producer um, on the new nightmare on Elm street film. And I go, son of a bitch. I've got the billing here for the final <laughs> bill. Of the prep. Here's your bill. And Incidentally, <laughs> you need a great art director. And and you know what? I know the whole thing in and out. I've already done the effects for it. So why don't you let me just do the whole film? Please give me a job. Please give me a job. <laughs> you, you heard me say I'm almost out of a job, right, Jerry. It, it, it took me eight floors because. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive, actually. Well, it, it was. Yeah, so time, I walked. Man. I walked out of the elevator and into the meeting for the film and got introduced as the art director. Now, oh, shit. 
Yeah, literally. And, and, and from there on, um, I did the film. And, and you know what? And the, the great thing, though, is this is that when I walked into the meeting, they go, well, we're changing things around here. You know, we're, we're going to make a third film that's, that's um, going to get back all of our market. Because the f- second film, we lost a lot of, and I didn't know, I hadn't even really actually seen the first or the second one. <laughs> really? Well, wait a minute. <laughs> you just hold on there. I am. This was a time, this was a time, this was a time when you had to see it in the theater. Yes. Right? It, it isn't like there were take tapes or CDs or anything around. It's like you either saw it, you either saw it in the theater, and, and oddly enough, um, I was kind of busy oh, uh, because I had as a career because I had a career in the business. So I couldn't see any of the stuff that the business actually did. Hmm. I know. Funny thing that way. So anyway, <laughs> they, they get in the meeting and I went like this. I said, well, you know, we shouldn't be on location for this. I said, let's, yeah, everybody else goes. Well, we're going to let Freddie off the. Ch- we're going to let Robert England become. We're going to let Freddie become a little bit more like our Robert England, and uh, we're going to loosen him up. And and we have this new. Now I knew the script really well because I had been reading it, and 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 we have the element now of we fixed what's what's uh, the Superman problem with Freddie. You know what a Superman problem is, right? Uh, where he goes backwards and turns the world backwards. That's part of it. The yeah, super, yeah, yeah. Superman problem is this: is that uh, how how do, how do you do anything to Superman? He's fucking Superman, right? So oh, yeah. the Superman problem with Freddy is that well, one way or the other, eventually you got to go to sleep, and once you do, ha ha, gotcha, right? I think Bill Cosby said the same thing. <laughs> 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 So anyway, uh, so so the 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 way that the Superman problem was dealt with was that they let her bring other people into the dream, right? Mm. So so then then I was supposed to say something intelligent, and I just gotten out of the elevator, right? Yeah. And so I said, well, you know, I think that we're not going to do anything on location. I think that we're going to pull it all onto the stage so that we can just blow everything out. Mm. And, uh, and I knew that the first two had never really gotten on stage. They'd done like one set on a stage or something like that. And that was it. Mm. And, uh, and it, everybody's mind went <sighs> and that's what I did. So well, that's, that's funny. Cause it's so old hat now, not what you do. I'm saying like staying in like a warehouse and doing it all there. Like people wouldn't bat an eye at that anymore. But the time when you're proposing such a thing, everyone's like, what the fuck's he saying? That's like landing on the yeah. moon. But especially for little non-union films. I mean, you just didn't do that. I mean, it's like, think of the stuff that was out, you know, so you had, uh, you had Halloween, which was all location. You had, mm. you know, a lot of the, uh, uh, Friday the 13th, you know, they were all location, basically that was the way that you did it. If you were a low budget film. And I was like, well, you know, uh, and, and of course I probably said something like, and it won't cost you a dime more. <laughs> oh God. I could lie so well. Okay. That's hilarious. It costs a lot. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It cost a fucking arm and a leg. Well, I, I th- but I they had me. Local- they had me right back. So you know, I guess they couldn't. Oh yeah. Well, before. it's a it's a daring idea. First of all, but second of all, like um, it, it's funny thing because like some of it is location. Like I I love Nevernums. Like literally, you can cut out a lot of a Nevernums Street, but there's a couple like really core uh, things. If you want to watch the Nancy saga of it all, you got to watch one. You got to watch three, and you got to watch fucking six or uh, seven, six seven it's seven um you gotta watch seven and that way you can kind of watch the whole nancy saga and if you think about three there's a lot of location to it so what about it like what'd you guys build like the house what what was built to uh, be shot in the warehouse uh we built uh all the interior of the house um the interior of the house we built the spiral staircase that goes down to the freddy hell Ooh, uh, of nice. course we actually wound up building the uh, junkyard. We just happened to build it on a location. Mm. Uh, how, how does that affect lighting then? When you're in a warehouse and you've got to be consistent from scene to scene, do you have like a setting for a light that you've got to stick to or how does that work? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, basically you take, a re- you take a return and return can be uh, anything that looks like it came from the location. Like if you're matching and then you light that, directly like you did the location and and then we fool you and then we fool you <laughs> a little trickery <laughs> just little mirrors and shit like that yeah now did you guys keep this did you guys just keep the house up was there any plans like after three you're like oh we should keep all this stuff around well, because we're gonna do four or anything like that yeah basically basically we did we we warehoused them all and uh but we warehoused everything as flats uh, and then pulled them back and reconfigured them, right? That's because my, my concept, like I kept telling people, I kept saying, yeah, my concept of the... See, I didn't see it as much of a horror film as I did a... Uh, I, I know that this is... It, to me, it was more of an ad- adventure film. Yeah, I could see that. It it is. It definitely has some a lot of those like adventure type of qualities. Well, especially to it. I'd agree the third, especially the third and the fourth, right? Both hmm. of those I saw as being adventure films. It's a journey, right? Yeah. And in and of that journey, the the journey itself is is magical, right? Hmm. You know, yeah. and, and that's kind of that's where my entire aesthetic came from was I was going to make the journey a blast. You know, yeah. I was going to make the journey. Uh, I, I used to tell people that uh, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 was, was like uh, that little carnival that pulls into the uh, I- into a, a Target parking lot, you know? Yeah. And then when Nightmare 4 came along, I, I, I made it into Disneyland. Yeah. Or or Dismaland as some would call it. Fucking it's 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 it, okay. So you you essentially have enough foresight to keep all the stuff because you're like you're like three three revitalized the series in a big bad way. Right. Like, there's no joke about it because it, as you so eloquently put, two had like this weird feel to it. It it definitely wasn't one. They were trying to encapsulate some of the the horror aspects and some of like the terrifying nature that is Freddy Krueger, but like they missed the mark on so much. And a lot of it had to do with like this weird 
understory where it's like, is Freddie is in the, not trying to put him anyone down, but is he gay? Is he straight? Is this kid gay or straight? Like there's this weird undertone. I feel like the director was trying to make a different movie, but he got stuck on a Freddie movie is what it seems like. See, I, I saw the, I saw the first and the second in, in a theater. Right. Mm. And I thought that the, yeah, I, I mean, literally they had viewings just for me. <laughs> oh, nice. Just, How dope's that? Yeah, just, just, just movie. Just <laughs> so I get You're to reaching. sit there. I get got to sit there and watch them through all the way through because I mean it's, there were no there were no there wasn't such a thing as a, a tape. <laughs> you fucking cut a hole in your own pocket with popcorn bucket. You're like, well, yeah, it's exactly. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. That's the only way I watch a movie, guys. I'm sorry. Ooh, this butter is great. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's so good for your skin. It is. Like so uh I, I sat there and and watched the two of them all the way through and i have to tell you the the first one to me it was great i didn't i didn't like the ending still to this day i have no idea yeah. why it ended it's weird it's weird <laughs> it's, ending it, it it's yeah i i all I, I still get the feeling that somebody like there was an accountant right off camera right and oh, i'm boring him again how do you like that I know he does this from time to time. He just, he's, just, he's the meanderer. Um, yeah, because I'm a wanderer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually um, writing some questions. I've got some, as we were talking about this, I was like, oh, I need to ask him that. Oh, I need to ask him that. So I'm making a list so I don't forget, I, Mick. I, yeah. I, I wanted more Coke, Mick. I don't so know what, anyway, brings, what it brings the, out, but I need more Coke when I'm around you. So I, I get to see, though, I, I got to see the two of them back to back. And I, I have to tell you, up through the first 20 minutes of the second one, I thought, oh, this is really great. And then, yeah. And then I just got confused <laughs> because there were just so many weird things. I mean, for one thing, uh, Freddie didn't look like Freddie <laughs> at the beginning because no. it wasn't Freddie, you know. And uh, Freddie all of a sudden looked like a, a like a football player, you know, with Freddie's mask on. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I didn't really understand the second one. I mean, yeah, like the thing is, is it's it's simple. A horror film sets the rules out at the beginning, right? Yeah. And and you try and do it without being, you know, too obvious about it. But mm. but there there are rules. And the thing is, is as soon as you break those rules, you go, well, you couldn't even make your own fucking world. <laughs> it's it's strange to me because it's like like it's a trope now like there's rules to a horror movie like scream you know very very well said that there's certain rules to a horror movie and they they outline the world right they make the first one right. like these are the things that freddie can and can't well, do this is what it's sort, works. it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a vampire film vampire films yeah are, are oh, very wow. careful I never thought about that way well a vampire film is very careful to set out the rules of their particular vampire at the very beginning. Right. You know, mm. <laughs> and it's, you always have that character that goes, Oh, well, you know, they don't really, vampires really don't, uh, uh, really don't hate garlic, but, but you'd bring it across like this. <laughs> well, <laughs> vampires right? get sparkly in the daylight. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, I think it's like if they would run up the bell, go see bag. All right, fucking here you go. Here's uh, here's here's Dracula. All right, cool. All right, now here's Dracula too. This time you can go out in the sun. You love sunbathing. That's, right. that's like how you that's get right. your fucking power. As long shit, as, so. as long as you as long as you have SPF forty, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you wear <laughs> actually. No, I was going to say, but sometimes it's good to break the rules, though. I mean, you, well, you talk about blade that you work on. Now, 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 here's the thing, though: is a professional knows that 
if you know the rules really well on your best days, you're going to break the rules and, and that's going to make your style, right? Yes. But if you just don't know the rules and you break them, <laughs> then you get nightmare on the street too. It's, it was a strange movie. And I, once again, like it's, it's worth a watch. Like it, it plays and obviously it has some really good special effects to the whole thing. Like near the end, um, Freddie kind of like, uh, uh, he takes over the body of, uh, Jesse, the, the young kid, but, and he kind of like cuts out of him and steps out. And that was a kind of a dope scene. But wait like a the, minute, but, yeah. but wait a minute. And I'll tell you my objection to that scene. Mm. Had we done that on nightmare on Elm street three, we would have filmed it from the side. So Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't have been and we would have cut out all the mechanics that it took to come through and you Mm -hmm. would have there would have been the mystery of where did where did Freddy come from as opposed to backing him up to a wall and then coming right through basically oh where did he come from? See, <laughs> you know, that's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to say that, but that's, that's one Oh nine filmmaking, not one Oh one. Oh shit. <laughs> Fucking we're eight steps ahead of this motherfucker See, nowadays. Let me tell you, have I not been doing this too motherfucking long or what? No, I think you're doing just the right amount of time because it makes you because uh, uh, you get it really rosy eyed glasses in the beginning of film, right? Like everybody's excited to be there. You kind of believe everything's magic. Turquoise. And then, Turquoise, turquoise, turquoise yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know, once you get to the wisdom years that you've, you know, you've kind of done, it, it, it gives you a different view, so you can talk candidly about film instead of talking about it as if it's the greatest fucking thing in the world. You can say things like, "Well, that scene in Nightmare on Elm Street two was fine and all, but if you wanted to accomplish it in a better See, way, I this is how the I would." Part. I mean, really, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the bus, the, 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 the bus part. If they had kept going on that realm, I mean, you, you know, you see the bus teetering up there. That's it's a great effect. You know, it's, it, it's something that we're going to rem- that we all remember. Uh, mm. To me, I mean, the rest of the film, the, Very forgettable. Uh, I, it's like, especially when Freddie jumps in the pool scene and Freddie yeah. comes jumping halfway across <laughs> the pool scene. And you say to yourself, I, because of how obvious it was that he was on a, 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 a propellant ramp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I I I see that scene and all I can see is the ramp and it isn't even there. How do you do that? I mean, that's a talent. It, it really is. How badly can you fuck this up so I can see through <laughs> everything that you're doing? Um but to be totally fair, also like that one scene and I'm very sorry to cut you off, Alex, that one scene where he's like you're all my children. Now, that's kind of dope. Like that the lighting, like the 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 noise and the, like the the gruffness of his voice and his arms going up. That's kind of dope. I I don't I don't mind that scene that much. It, but the problem is it's it's good scenes. I tell you what, with a uh, shitty movie. Let's 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 play poker and um I will call that scene and raise you every other motherfucking scene in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Uh, yeah, but that's not fair, though, because your movie was better, Mick. That's not <laughs> a fair thing to fucking say or do. <laughs> I don't play with cheaters yeah, that have no, cards I'll, up their I'll sleeves play. like Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. But, oh, hey, I'm listen, sorry, let me just listen, drop the girl being picked don't up. Don't play if you don't know you're going to win. When it comes to... Long sequelized movie franchises like Nightmare on Elm Street, like Fr- uh, Friday the Thirteenth, like Fast and Furious now, Eight right. Nine, John Wick Four, John Wick, you know all these these kind of things that happen. Do you feel like the numbers sort of overtake the 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 um, the quality oh, of the film? 
Absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, you know the advantage that you have the advantage that you have on on the nightmares is that that it's fan it's fantasy. You know, hmm. I, I I mean, with the fantasy, absolutely anything is on the table, uh, and and how you fuck up fuck that up with something like Nightmare on Elm Street Five, you know, it's <laughs> like I don't know what the hell happened there. I I wasn't I wasn't there to save it. That's the problem. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> but you know, the thing is, is because you can get into like interesting situations, like like um, uh, the meta version of it. Uh, uh, that Rachel Talley did that was, you know, not good, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, mm. or, or you can get, you know, the meta meta version of it. I see, I called that one the meta version. And then the one that looks like it's almost in black and white with Nancy again, yeah. that's the meta meta version of it. You know? I love that meta meta version. It, it gets a little strange sometimes, but fucking there's so much about that. I love it. It was like my first introduction to, uh, to special effects makers like that was something really cool they did they really like focused on um, nancy's husband being a, a special effects coordinator making the glove and like showing like the background scenes of everything that was kind of dope i, I really right. enjoyed well, that's, that but, but that that's what i'm saying is 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 you have a fantasy that you can play with uh forever i uh as far as uh as far as seconds for the most part um i i I'm I'm not a huge fan, but uh, like like, but I've been involved in so many of them. <laughs> I thought I thought TCM three was a uh, pretty good, uh, and, and I've seen the uh, modern Leatherface uh, in mm. which the the barn uh, kind of looks like all the hangings and stuff in the barn kind of looks a little bit more like a boutique. Uh, you you guys literally it looked. Hey, come on, let's face it. That whole fucking barn, it, it looked like it it had price tags on all the little sculptures, right? It did. It was expensive, bro. I, I, it's I antiques. Mean, <laughs> yeah. I I mean, you know, we did the same thing on, on uh, TCM, but as soon as they started looking boutique-ish, I would tear them back apart and just put like a skull with just a bone through it, right? You know? Yeah. It, it's like the important thing was is this is the art of somebody who can barely tie his fucking shoelaces unless he's holding a chainsaw that says the saw is family. Stop making it look like, oh, are you worried about the balance here or the color of it? No, I want a fucking bone sticking through the jaw and hanging up. That's it. This isn't Walmart and the sticks. This is... <laughs> I like there's so many of those films in America that just really fucked up the idea of me going on and just uh, blasting Route 66 as a romantic holiday idea for a British guy. Because, you know, we see these things like the Hills of Eyes and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you're thinking, no. I actually wouldn't like to do that. Thank you very much. Thanks. As, Cheers. As much as as much as I hated that remake of of uh, no, 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 as much as I hated the Leatherface remake, um, the yep. one they did in the early two thousands, I will give it this. It was very effective to those that weren't too bright because I was at the movie theater. There was this girl named Katie that was behind us, and she went to school with me. She was nice enough or whatever. But like the end where they had like the beginning clips of the black and white footage and the end clips of the black and white footage, it tricked her so much she was shaking visibly she's like she's like when did this happen did they ever find him i'm like are you fucking shitting me right now like toby hooper fucking 1970s what, what the fuck are you talking about she's like no that was real i saw that footage and i'm like yeah yeah right. oh, it's a movie and she just didn't get that i thought that was See, fucking and, excellent. and the thing is we started we started tcm3 with the same black and white footage you know 
I mean, you it was our foot. Whole, you, was, you started that? Was that it you? Was our, was that, it, yeah, it was our footage. Uh, oh, shit. Do they, do they give you, like, royalties for that stuff? Like, they're like, oh, well, here you go. You, it was your footage. Or they just take no. it because it's their property. Really? Yeah, it's it. What a bunch you of You know bitches. what? I signed I sign all my property away at the beginning of a film. And, and it used to be uh, in, pep, in perpetuity throughout the earth. And then, it, and then later on, it became in perpetuity throughout the solar system. And then, the, and then by the time you hit the 2000s, it was in perpetuity throughout the known universe. And now Mick is getting fucked past Jupiter and stuff. He's like, why? <laughs> I thought I was at least making a couple of shekels when I got to the dwarf planets. And now I'm getting fucked there, too. It's so cold. And Mick's yeah, like, getting hammered in the Delta Quadrant. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking, I was reading this book. Um, it's called Slash the Titans. And what it essentially is, is it covers the very tumultuous history that is Freddy vs. Jason. Like, right. um, And I didn't I didn't know about everything about it. I just knew like there was they were talking about after Jason goes to hell. And then they, that's what I knew. But apparently it was way before that they started this idea and they've had like a thousand different directors a thousand different stories and it was a very very cool book it was almost 24 hours worth of a book were you ever approached for anything to be involved with that by chance was that anything you know what it was like- the thing is is this is is if you look at it from the point of view of that movie right um mm. and follow the line of people going back then you get an idea, just an idea of how many fucking people are writing Nightmare on Elm Street pieces and fall and and follow them on back, you know, because that's just one, including Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. <laughs> Everybody in the world was throwing a script uh, one way or the other for a nightmare and has been consistently for years, and it's it, it's like to to like. To follow one of them or one line of them, uh, it, it would look overwhelming. But the thing is, is it's so much more overwhelming than that because everybody in the world, I mean, everybody in the world wanted to be Freddy. Mm. <laughs> so strange. You know, it, it, it's like, let's face it. There was a time, especially in the mid nineties, when everybody in the world wanted to be a serial killer. Still do. True crime yeah. is fucking huge, Mick. Everybody wants to be like podcast, oh. man. Jesus Christ, just chill the fuck out, people. Everybody <laughs> wants to do a true crime podcast. We get it. People die. Let's not <laughs> romanticize about it. They talk about it as if it is like some some serious thing that we should all avoid, and it's a terrible thing. But really, yeah. we know you're rubbing your clitoris as you're talking about this, darling. Calm down. Like <laughs> it's just fucking everything. Let's see. I was signing a book recently. But I, by the way, if you have not bought Mick's book, you need to at least like one you need to buy it because he's a great fucking dude. But you need to look at the excerpts that he writes in the beginning of most books. In the one oh, the last was, I lost your I lost your address, but thank God for the dear the dear Brian, friend. dear Brian, I lost your address. Thank God for the National Sex Offender Registry. Yes. There it was. <laughs> Fucking a man, you're so savage. You you troll people that buy your book, which makes me laugh so fucking hard. Because it's like not only are they like, here's here's some money, Mick. I really enjoy your work and I want to read more about it. They're like, oh, you enjoy my work, dude. Well, you're a fucking cunt. There you go. Uh, oh, right. yeah. I've well, got a few. Yeah. I've got a few questions. I've been. I know Tom was enjoying the 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 Nightmare on Elm Street shit there, so I lean back and do it. But I've been writing a few questions on my own, just confirming that. Um, Whoa, 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 wait. You're doing your podcast and you can write? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, man. You do three things at once. He's also getting laid right now, too. We just can't see it. <laughs> just, just, just go in. Yeah. Just okay. Go just, okay. Well, um, you know what? 
more power to you. <laughs> yeah, we, we're clever uh, bitches like that. We yeah, can do clever bitches. We can do clever uh, maths, basic maths yes. as well. You know, velociraptors. Uh, um, you've been doing this for a long time, and obviously you've got a lot of experience. But like, I feel like we should talk about like some of the fuck ups as well. I mean, have you? Is there a, a situation where you've completely got something wrong that you think of on stage where you're just going, "Oh shit, what have I done?" Um, and every all eyes are on you. Your face is burning up. You built something wrong, or you've got something wrong. Oh, so many times, <laughs> so many times. Uh, just uh, yeah. Uh, I remember I I, I did this. <laughs> I, I I did this uh, show called um, what the fuck um, Mantis, and yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> there was there was these tanks around around it of water we had water bubbling so that when you looked uh it looked like you were underwater but the tanks were really about that thick and and maybe about four feet tall and um they were just a massive pain in the ass yeah there it is and uh i remember in in the middle of a take i I was trying to like get one of the bubblers to stay down (laughs) because it kept floating up in front of the camera Mm -hmm. and and i became transfixed on doing that and i was holding up the whole fucking production and i'm up here and i'm jamming this thing down (laughs) trying trying to get four feet down right you know trying to get that bubbler to go down and somehow or other i plunged it through the bottom of the tank (laughs) oh (laughs) And, and this wave of water literally took and i was like behind the set and this wave of water like just took and washed me out into the air at eight feet and dumped me, dumped my ass. And, uh, and I, I was knocked out <laughs> and I woke, oh I woke up just soaked from head to toe. <laughs> cut. Cut. Nick, <laughs> Who's Nick that guy? Who was that fucking guy that killed my shot? Who was <laughs> Is that you, Mick? <laughs> I just yeah. see, I just see Mick fucking waking up. Be like, did she come? And all of a sudden he passes back yeah. out. What the f- Oh, oh, oh I was having this beautiful dream of a oh, fucking Mick. You got some glass in your head. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> put that right back. Oh, yeah, sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, um, put that. yeah, put that back. That's the great stuff here on the end. I need. Have you have you ever lost your shit on on, on set? Like something oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, uh, you know, I don't take anything seriously as you may have noticed. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, hard to remember. It's, uh, it it really is. It's hard to remember. I mean, I, I remember I, now there is, there is a, uh, a guy that wrote a book just recently. Oh, I can't think of his name. Uh, and he asked me to do a forward for him he, uh, on the nightmares. And, oh. and I did, and I, I wrote a forward that was all about like Chuck Russell was a dick, right? <laughs> I mean, he was, he was just a fucking dick. He was the, the director of nightmare on the street three. Right. Uh-huh. And, and he was just, he was just the hardest human being to get along with. And he was also one of those guys that would turn that turn around and he'd ask for more and more and more and more. And then when you went over budget, he'd turn around and he goes, well, yeah, that's that guy's, that's that guy's fault. Whoa. <laughs> you know, well, did you see the way Mick went through that fucking window? One asshole, right? <laughs> the movie. <laughs> uh, so I, 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 I wrote, uh, there's, I wrote a story about, uh, 
I said I said uh, in the forward to uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street book, I wrote, yeah, um, I remember one time uh, going down the road to the uh, premiere for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and I was trying to find a place to park, and uh, Chuck Russell was stepping off the curb, and he stepped off the curb right in front of me. And the thing is, is I let the fucker live, and <laughs> and uh, and therefore I cursed all the people on the blob. <laughs> oh, that was his film too. I'm so sorry, everybody that worked on the blob. Yeah, I, and so so basically, my forward was uh, apologizing to everybody that worked on the blob because I didn't kill Chuck Russell when I had You're a such chance. a fucking troll, Mick. <laughs> My God. That's, like, that's the forward to his book, man. Years later, you take the opportunity. What a nice thing. Someone, someone's like, I respect you so much, Mick, that I want you to please write the forward. I'd be honored for you to write me the forward. You're like, absolutely. Let me write you this forward really quick. Dear everyone, the blob, I am so sorry I did not kill Chuck Russell when I, I had, had the, the opportunity to, and I did not take it. I am so sorry he ruined your lives. That's, that's right. Such, that's trolling to a level that I just don't see, even hear of anymore. See, now that's 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 playing the long game right there. Yeah, dude, that's the long you con. See, so that's the fucking... long game. You know, I, I I don't believe in just you know. Petty Annie shit, man. It's like I go all the way around the block. That's, I, that's see like you, you, I see you. I see you. Yes, that's see like you. <laughs> that's like you waiting until like his daughter's of age, like in her thirties or something, and then fucking her, and then you know, kind of be like, all right, I'm good now. And he's like, what was that for? I thought you loved her. Be like, well, that was for Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, and he walked away. Like, really <laughs> that's how long game that is, Mick. That's, that's a game. That's, see, that, that's. Dude. What can I say? Hey, Alex, do you have more questions? I do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he had a whole pad full of questions. Really I've got does. three left. I very sneakily snuck a couple in there as we're doing okay. this because I'm, I'm fucking G. Uh, but like, when it comes to what you do, you deal with a lot of death scenes. Uh, straight to mind now, when you think about death scenes, what are the most impressive or the most the most ridiculous death scenes that you've seen Ooh, that you've question. worked on? In good general, or that I've worked on, uh, my favorite, I, I got to tell you, my favorite, Hands down, and it and it could be because I've seen something that other people haven't. But the scene of um, uh, what's his? Yeah. Um. Oh fuck. Brad. Um, what's his name? No. I it. Philip. I, I, you, Philip. Yeah. Philip. Fucking Philip. <laughs> Philip coming down the. You know, cutting his arms open like this. Here's the thing. I remember when we when they assembled the first take of that they did a rough assemblage and and uh so we went to a uh uh to the lab to to see that and i remember seeing it with rachel and this was the complete cut of it so we saw the arms cut all the way down and the legs cut all the way down and the veins pulled out and him being puppeted down and i gotta tell you something it was just enough to make you throw up <laughs> It was really fucking disturbing. <laughs> I got a video I can send you later that'll definitely change your mind about that. Um, it's yeah, uh, that that is a great fucking scene, and nobody did it beforehand. And has anyone ever tried to like do something similar where you watch it? Like, <laughs> I'm looking at images now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's pretty fucking excellent, dude. Yeah, and like amazing. you got this whole like Freddy CGI motive going above where he's like marionetting the whole situation. The only thing that ruins it is literally everybody screaming out the window to fucking fill up. It's like motherfucker, he's sleeping. He can't hear you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> it was good. 
So um, was that like a sorry, really quick? Was that a real um, a sane asylum that you guys were at? Like, did you guys just find an abandoned one? How'd that go? Uh, those were all sets. Were uh, they? They all were sets. all sets. The tower. The tower is uh, on UCLA campus, and oh. and the long hallways are uh, were the um, veterans hospital uh, in. Uh, Southern California. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 over on the other side, on the west wind, the west west side of the freeway, uh, just before you get into Santa Monica. Well, you fooled eight-year-old Tom Bruno. I'll tell you that much for you. I'm like, look at this insane asylum. It's so oh, that's, big. That's, you know what? This insane asylum is insane. It's nuts. <laughs> and what are, your, what are your biggest regrets with movie? Uh, have you, have you, is there something you've passed up on and it's gone to be huge or is it something you, you probably could have put more energy into um, that could have gone big you believe um you know i have to tell you the, the thing is is uh, looking back on a career is like nothing but nothing but pure fucking chaos <laughs> I, I i don't even i don't even know i don't even know how to filter that down you know <laughs> it's mm. just um i sometimes i uh sometimes i had bad behavior um but i really enjoyed it <laughs> i really oh, enjoyed you. having bad behavior when i had it so um i i don't necessarily i don't necessarily uh I, for the longest time i didn't even know that anybody cared about any of the shit that i did <laughs> like five or six years ago i mean uh I had my sister died in a plane wreck and, and oh, we both, sorry. we both lived in LA. Uh, she was a production designer and I was a production designer and it became a big mess trying to like, you know, sort everything out. And, and I moved to Washington to be around my grandkids uh, with my wife. And, and then I moved to Tennessee. And the thing is, is up until that point, I was involved in Hollywood and didn't understand. You see, when you're in working in the business uh, in the LA area, is nobody gives a shit about what you did yesterday. <laughs> no. Your only thing is is what you're doing for them now. And I had worked for nearly 15 years, kind of fixing things for people. Um, I can't I can't describe it beyond that uh, because of you know I signed a hundred thousand NDAs in <laughs> mm. in 15 years, but. Um, that was my understanding of my career was that I, nobody thought about it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and then to get out of it, to get out of the business and move to Washington and then to Tennessee and to realize that, that people, I, I mean, literally six years ago, I, I was walking, I was looking at Facebook, which I had had for like many years, but I had never looked at once. And, mm -hmm. uh, I, I showed my wife my Facebook and said, "Hey, look, this guy knows who I am." <laughs> Fuck it, right? As well as they should. Well, um, yeah, but I didn't think of that. <laughs> it never occurred to me. So you have one thing. You have a really interesting accolade under your belt. Um, one, I'm going to mention this vampire movie to get the next one. Um, one, you were the prop master on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the actual movie. That's what it says. Is that true? Because we know that sometimes this fucks up. That's not true. Okay, but, full of shit. But you know what? Here, here's a weird thing is that's it's I, I was on that film uh, along with Joss Whedon 
and both of us got fired two weeks in. <laughs> I was the production designer. He was the director. And, and we came in as a team and we left, uh, you know, as a team. I came back and did a lot of the flying rigs. Oh, did it. you? But that's, you know, here and there, just a you know guy in a diner that knew how to do that. But it also never mentions um, that I was the production designer on the night of the Scarecrow or that uh, I was uh, the American art director for Sid and Nancy. Were you? Yeah, get the fuck my my one of my best I built in like- I built you know the Chelsea Hotel where he dies yeah yeah, yeah. was I built all that oh shit fuck man fuck you good night <laughs> so um, so so the weird thing about it is is in the end you y- you know people keep telling me well you know you you could you can call and you can correct that and I go yeah okay. I guess I could but <laughs> I just really- um fucking much of a it doesn't make a huge bit of it uh a fraction of a difference in my life so why do well, i care the, the reason i mentioned that vampire movie is because once been back to the 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 interesting um pin that you have on your chest which is uh you saved a company essentially um if anybody remembers back in the 1990s um marvel comics marvel <laughs> studios was fucking dead they were dying it was like a withered thing and nobody wanted anything to do with it like they were losing their jobs and then a movie came along a very great fucking movie and a fantastic fucking vampire movie that set the stage for so many to come you were working on blade isn't that right sir i was i i i I will tell you that my claim to fame on blade was that i did the entire i was the mastermind behind the shower scene at the very beginning which is arguably one of the most notorious scenes oh. in that fucking movie. Like oh, when people talk about that, so they much. talk about the Deacon Frost fight and they talk about the opening, the rave and the shower scene. Fucking right. Blood. And there's a reason that they talk about it. I tell you that is, is that the, the rigging for the blood and, and the blood itself and how it looked and how it came out because of its viscosity and everything yes. else, it was 3,500 gallons of that, that was pumped through that was pumped through a system so that it reclaimed all of it and pumped it through again after it was chlorinated and came back Jesus around. Christ. Nobody pee in the blood, please. I, we literally, it was down. the It'll turn biggest, purple. it was such a huge job. And the thing is, is the, the, when you see the the heads that look like the fire heads coming from mm-hmm. the ceiling, they were not. They were dough mixing heads, and that was a, a one inch pipe that they were coming out of. Not not like you would do with water because water doesn't have a viscosity problem. No. Water is thin, so they have little tiny three eighths of an inch heads for that, and they get and it disperses the water. In order As we for all us, know, in order, blood is thicker than water. Yes. <laughs> Are you writing a song right now, Tom? Is that what I you're am, doing? Yeah, a, a song. Yeah. Oh, really? You think? But it's thicker so, than water. <laughs> it's a song called "Nick and Me." It's, it's gonna be a really good song. So, it's really a love song. So we actually uh, we had to make uh, everything pump through uh, pipes in order in order for it to look good we even did we did tests with the the blood and and it was we were trying to keep it thick and uh we got it too dark the first time and uh it obliterated 
all the light on the set and the cameras went black. Right. It literally the cameras just shut down and we were thought, well, okay, now we need to get the thick, we need to keep the thickness in. And yet now we need to clear it out enough so that we can actually photograph it. (laughs) So we had, there was a lot of problems with that. There's that happens a lot. Like people don't know how to get blood right. It's one of the biggest like problems that movies face. Blood, it's it's blood either is too thin. It doesn't it doesn't stick. Like if, there's so many movies where you like oh wow the color's really good, but then you see it like drip down their face. And you're like no that's way too fucking thin. Yeah, or it leaves like a weird trail. It becomes, it becomes a rivulet. Yes. Right. Yes. You know. Yes. And and blood doesn't do that. Blood doesn't become a rivulet. It it stays. It creates a yeah. Blood is a pain in the ass and the thing is is if you saw real blood real blood is so red and so opaque that it mm. looks cartoonish if you actually use real blood on a set oh all right well that makes sense about, it just my makes next question it, was you know what it does it just makes a red blob i was about to and, say and do you ever course, think about just you know using real blood for fuck's sake just slaughter a few pigs and maybe a couple directors you don't and like it and, and it wouldn't work it would look cartoonish and you would go well yeah, that's really weird that they wow, Mick. Way to stretch fucking realism. That blood looks yeah, horrible. I killed see, so many and, things. And then for I would get movie. called to set again. <laughs> but that, that just make that means there's more pressure when you like when you do a scene like your scene or say like the scene in Carrie. You know, right? There's a lot of it. <laughs> I bet there are blood even critics the scene, out there. Even to me, the scene of Carrie looks looks a little bit not like blood, but they got it as close as they could. They really did. Absolutely. They're like, yeah. just drop more on Sissy Spacek. It'll be all right. Fuck, she loves <laughs> but blood. But the thing is, is we actually, we, we actually have to use clear. We actually use something that's clear for blood all, all the time because if it gets too opaque, it starts to look like, you know, pieces of red paper. <laughs> I know. Um, strange, isn't it? Doesn't it, make any sense. Nah, I mean, kind of, but like the thing is, like, this is the inside dope that we always, you know, really want to hear because when I look at blood in movies, I'm like, oh, they just, you know, make blood. But like the problems that go into it, and especially when you have to do with things like you were just saying, like tubing and riggings and like pumps and other things that go about to make the blood flow. Oh, it, yeah. It, all these things come to be a problem. And so it's it's interesting to hear that, like, you're this art designer and production dude, but you're also like an engineer at the same hey, time. At, at some at some point, if you ever really want to just drive yourself nuts call up a company that uh makes uh, uh that makes does makeup for uh for a uh, film and 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 try and order you know blood <laughs> and they go oh <laughs> well yeah we have 170 different kinds so <laughs> what do you need <laughs> When it when it comes to to blade, this is probably going to be a little bit controversial, but just we'll just pass if you don't want to. There's a few people calling out that that um, blade is being um, cancelled or just forgot trying trying to re- delete it from history because they're talking about you know how Spider Man is the first sort of Marvel superhero movie to sort of spark the what is now the MCU and the, the kind of progression there. Nobody's oh, talking come about on. blade. Not only Nobody's did I do, blade. not only did I do the first one, I did the second one. Yeah, you did the second one too. I fucking do. No, the second one was Blade. What was the first one? I did. I did Roger Corman's night. Night. I did Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. That's that's four. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, it's on IMDb. I see it right now. So that's fucking. How do you like that? So you're actually talking to somebody who did one and two. (laughs) You single-handedly saved the Marvel universe. and single-handedly destroyed the Marvel universe. You're like. 
I suck. Hey, I suck that fucker, and then I raised it back. They up. can't get that movie right, though. They can't seem to get that. What is it about that movie, that Fantastic Four, that they just can't seem to let it it's, land? You know what? Here's the the problem with that movie, and it's really simple: is it has four leads. Yeah. Mm. Well, I feel and, like. I feel like the new MCU, like the way with David, uh, Kevin Feige and all that stuff, I think they're going to do better with the new Fantastic Four just because he seems to have a real grasp on what story he wants to tell and how he wants people to portray themselves. I think it might do better. I think. I, I, I have you seen the latest Suicide Squad? Yes. No. I, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I have. I did, yeah. Yes. Now, that's a, I know that that's a DC and all, but. Boy, that's that's one of the that's one of the best. <laughs> the way I, the way I described it was is when you're a kid and you had an action figure in each hand and you just bashed them together. Right. <laughs> Amazing! Give us that. That's, that's it. That's that's exactly that one. <laughs> you didn't you didn't cram see the, uh, you didn't cram the figures up your ass like I did as a kid. What were you doing? I was like back cave time. Oh, yeah, you well, see. There. Listen, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The figures got crammed up in ass. <laughs> There's a bit of giant starfish, that's for sure. Uh, hey, that's what brothers are for. <laughs> okay, so we we are running a little bit short on time, but I gotta ask because it's the season and you are an expert in the fucking in the field. Um, give us some uh, recommendations for some horror movies that we should be watching this season, Mick. Oh, Candyman. Yeah, yeah, Candyman is on your uh, Blade. The original, the original Candyman was amazing. Yeah, it is. Have you seen the remake? It, it, <laughs> I haven't. I have not seen the new, the new one. Uh, I hear good things. I, I do know that the uh, um, that the uh, the remake of the Mortal Kombat was pretty weak, except for the first yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, you know, all that first ten minutes was dope as fuck. The rest of it wasn't that great. Yeah, and me and Alex actually said the same thing. I, We're like, dude, what a great start. Uh, you know so what, what there, the fuck have you done to Reptile? Why have you there, done that? What the fuck? There is, <laughs> there is a secret little movie that hardly anybody knows about that is just so fucking cool that I like to recommend all the time. Uh, it's it's called Dave Made a Maze. Have you seen okay. it? No. no. I don't know. What, what's about? It is it is a perfect Halloween film. And, and l- let me say this, is when you begin to watch it, you're going to go, well, what the fuck is it? At least stick around until the Muppets come out. <laughs> what? I'm just saying you uh, have to you have to watch. This is a Halloween to me. This would be a Halloween favorite because it's a horror film where the only blood that you see is actually made out of yarn. Oh, that's fucking amazing! Oh my god, when was this made? It was. Uh, oh, I think it was made uh, maybe four years ago. Okay. I'm it's okay. really cool. Uh, of course, Come. let's do it. And, and, and of course, and of course, my other favorite, right, right now, and it just has been for a while, is uh, what we do in the shadows. Uh, yes, that film. Excellent. I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the TV show, but the <gasps> film, the film itself was amazing. I love I, a TV I show. I quote it all the time. <laughs> I like them both. I like them both. I they're excellent. It's such a funny fucking concept, dude. I, I mm. like it a lot. Oh, it is great. That that the scene in the kitchen where they're fighting and they and they they start to fly up as they're fighting and they're just flying over the over the the kitchen table. You know, it's like yeah. Fuck, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's or good. or the scene where he opens where he opens the door. And, and mm. he's like back upside down, fucking like two women, and, and then all of a sudden the door shuts and he opens it up again, and he's just standing right there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I mean, um, I mean that's attention to bizarre detail right there. There's the Muppets one as well. The Muppets are doing the haunted house, haven't they? They just released it on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. What? See, two films with Muppets. There you go. Mm. 
fucking mm. a. Mick, man, I, I gotta say, dude, you you are always like one of my favorite guests of all time, just because you you are so full of life, you are so vibrant, you you are such a funny dude. You have so much interesting shit to say. You're not just like the normal guest, and that's not to dis- disparage any of the other guests that. Well, come you on, have but- to you you have to think to yourself uh, of the trail. I mean, whenever I'm on one of your shows, the trail of bodies that's behind me, <laughs> Chuck <laughs> Russell, yeah, it's Chuck you Russell. know, the Kyoto brothers, uh, I, you know, just, many people just, died to be on the show, Tom. I'm just that's saying, right, be grateful. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> we got um, you man we got you we got you yeah uh, <laughs> mick whenever there's an opportunity to have you back on my friend i i gotta say the 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 door is always open because like you are just the one of the funnest people to speak to in the world is there anything that you'd like to fucking promote before we head out anything um, you'd like ugh, to promote um uh let's see I, i'm doing a show i'm doing a canadian show that i can't think of the name of <laughs> um i i'm doing another show here uh coming up it's a vampire film it's a campfire it, well and wait a minute sorry it's called fear of the night that's coming okay. up that's coming up in february campfire is coming up past that uh i just i just uh uh rewrote one of the stories for campfire um is it an anthology it is an anthology and it started oh, with it, it it started with the uh the the guy hanging the the hook guy, right? You know, with yeah. on the window and all the rest of that. And I uh, and uh, I just discovered a new twist to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was hiding in my brain. Was it? You're like, what would I it do, was. Chuck Russell? Oh, I know windows. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. That's very hilarious. Uh, but I also have uh, a, another film coming up next summer that I'm directing called um called uh the house in the pines uh so there's uh all kinds of stuff happening it's you know we're getting rolling again after um after uh donald trump's destruction of the entire fucking world yeah yeah fucking um you also have a fantastic book uh-huh. oh yeah. i have a book oh by the you know i forget about the book all the time uh i have a book called behind the screams uh you can uh it, it's incredibly hard to get a hold of. Uh, <laughs> I will sell people a, a copy of it, but they actually have to de- they have to actually get a hold of me on Messenger. Yeah, and sometimes that can be a challenge because uh, I'm a hundred and thirty thousand people behind on friends requests. So <laughs> you just literally have to just DM me if you actually can get a hold of me. I will sell you a book and I will insult the shit out of you. Yes, you uh, I have a. Podcast? Put me down for a copy. <laughs> I'd love one. Yeah, I'm yeah. payday though. Payday. Wait till payday because I'm. Yeah, yeah. Payday. Well, yeah. there you go. You 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 know how to get a hold of me now. I do. I do. Yeah. yeah I do. Like, Yo, you send, um, <laughs> you send Mick a dick pic uh, and you send him the things. No, no, that you no, want no, 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 no. Don't even well, joke that shit. Hey, wait. I'm an artist. I I want a dick rendering. I want. I want a dick silk pressing. Yeah, you have to send a dick. You have to send a dick rendering. Um. Preferably in color, but even a even a tasteful pencil. Ah, yes. Shadow, shadow. Just uh, a spool with a dick also, running through it. I <laughs> also, also have my own podcast, or uh, 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 it's called uh, Dream Warrior Review, and um, it's uh, it's been going on for so fucking long now. I mean, I think we're in like three hundred and fifty episodes or something like that. Jesus Christ, Mick! I know that's a lot. It's of like it, it, we will we will actually review anything. 
I mean, any goddamn thing. <laughs> it's hilarious. 324 okay. episodes. Amazing. What a yeah. congratulations. Like, this is the poop I took earlier. We're going to review it. Fucking now, if in terms of like vis- viscosity, it's not very thick. If, if I could show you the slides of the blood from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 compared to Blade. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what? The thing is, is you get old enough and you get enough hemorrhoids, you get poop and blood and you have to judge them separately. <laughs> two different labs tell me what's wrong with me guys it reminds me of that Chi and chong skit that's <laughs> touch Chi and chong, yeah, hey. chong get older <laughs> mick you've been amazing thank you so 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 much for coming back on and oh well hey literally anytime you, you know i have uh i have no idea uh who i am or what i am but uh if there, if people request me on uh, on Messenger, uh, you know, I'll come along for the ride. I find it funny the things that you say in real life are the things I say when I'm mushrooms. I'm like, I don't know who I am or what I am, but I'm something. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I've always been this guy in real life. I always been. Somebody asked me one time. They say things like, "Oh, I wish I would have said this," and I go, "You know, honestly, I got to tell you the truth. I never ever said that." I, <laughs> I I never walked away from a situation going, oh, I wish I'd said that because I'm the guy. I'm that guy. I said it. <laughs> I think that is honorable. the best note to yes. I mm. think that's the best note to leave off on. Um, all right, Mick. So what we generally do now is we let our guests leave. Uh, me and me and Alex are gonna bullshit for a couple more seconds before we get out of here ourselves. Oh, but oh is this gonna be private? Fine. Yeah, it is private. It's private. Then it's private. I'm gonna oh. leave the studio. See you guys. I want to I want to talk about Ted Lasso and. Uh, yeah. American football's coming to the UK this weekend, so we'll just for ten minutes or so. You why? Know, why do you, but, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Nick Chop? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> He's trolling us still. This is what he does. Mix oh, a fucking up. expert troller. I, I swear to God. Um. Okay. Now that we're in this mode, let's let's hail a taxi, please. Uber. Taxi. Mm. Look at that. I'm getting better with that. Sorry, Mick. Oh, man. I feel like we hurt his feelings. You know what I mean? No. Clean no, the, clean the, fucking, Mick doesn't, the stripper Mick pole doesn't and have, everything as well. Mick doesn't have I mean. feelings. Mick's, Mick's feelings are fucking like, is there more blood that should be involved in this? Or Mick's feelings are, how am I going to troll this motherfucker to death? Fucking, it's, it's, Walking I don't know. a drink from the bar. Yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very impressive. Do you tip your waitress? Like bring me every five minutes until we pass the fuck out. Um, so American football is coming to where or for what? Okay, so they're doing away games. They're doing like a UK NFL UK. So I think it's. I saw uh, that. I saw yeah. that. That was that's the, weird. tomorrow. They're playing at Wembley. Um, Would, now, with this in mind, are you going to try to go catch one of these games? Not this year, probably because they're very expensive. But is that something you do in the future? Uh, so th- for my birthday this year, my wife bought me Foo Fighters tickets. But the first thing she went for. Yeah were nfl tickets um because she knows how much i love it um so but they like they're gone in minutes oh yeah minutes they're gone seconds um and what we've got we've got uh new jersey uh no for god's sake new york jets versus atlanta falcons uh this sunday um which would be good because they're both shit i mean atlanta is definitely going to destroy the jets i think because it's the jets for fuck's sake <laughs> i'd be very disappointed if you made it to a green bay packers game before i did because i live in america we're the home of football and mm. if you made it to a real game before i did I, i'd be like damn it the brit fucking beat me again 
I, 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 would, I wouldn't mind going to a Packers game, to be fair. I, I don't mind them at all. I, this this is the thing with my NFL journey. Uh, I, I haven't settled on a team yet. I've got a few like different hats and stuff I wear. I just love the, yeah. the, the thing as a whole, right? But I'm starting to find my favourites now. And, mm. and A-Rod's up there. Don't worry. A-Rod's up there. Yeah. Um, I, li- I like I like Kamara. Um, I like the, the guy because, uh, obviously, I'm uh, you know sort of focusing on the Cardinals this year. That's kind of just where my focus is, not where I'm supporting. And watching them as a team with their new quarterback and stuff, it's, it's been a great journey. I'm trying to get myself on some NFL podcasts and stuff because I'm a guy on the other side of the, the pond that's kind of just learning about the game. Do you know, do you know what I mean? So going, but mm-hmm. like sampling that atmosphere and, and being at a game is what I've always dreamed of. And, you know, we've got family in Miami. So Kaz is always like, if we can go see a, a Miami Dolphins game at some point, we cool. go see our uncle, you know, that'd be quite cool. Um, Fucking yeah, man. But that I saw that the other day when they were playing in the UK. I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like, what a good way to like extend the sport than to give it to a culture that, you know, they are aware of it, obviously, but that's not their sport of choice. It's obviously your sport choice is football. Um, and ours is football. Um, really quickly, because we were we were kind of bullshitting. Um, uh, is there anything else you want to say about the football in the UK? Uh, no, just that uh, everybody that's going, know who behave yourselves, and uh, you know, I, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> I like the hooligans that are going to be involved in that, dude. Fucking's be nuts. I don't think so, man. I think it'll be a really good atmosphere. I mean, the the general consensus I get from the the NFL fans over here in the UK is that everybody just. I mean, there is the banter and stuff. There are there, and there are those that try a little bit too hard and come across as a bit of a dick. But when I've been at like Super Bowl, say like hickories and stuff, the general it's just a really a nice electric atm- atmosphere. If you've got a set, opposite set of fans. They're not going to mm. get into arguments and stuff. They're just going to enjoy the game. It's just, it's really nice. I, I think it's yeah. great. Huh. Um, I hope. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to burn the place down. Fucking football. It's football. <laughs> I've been doing um, something. I uh, don't want to sort of, uh, uh, me and Timmy have been watching the Spider-Man movies. I saw that. Fucking, you're trying to end by Christmas, right? Yeah, we're, we're going to end by Christmas by No Way Home. And then we'll, we'll go and watch that at the cinema together as a family. Um, and, you know, I've been constantly like every time we watch one, I'm like, what's your favorite still? What's your favorite? Um, his worst one, by the way, is the first one. He's like, it's way too long. <laughs> Coming from it's, the mind of a six year old. It's a long yeah. movie, man. And there's only so much Spider-Man in it. That's the other problem is like the other ones are jam-packed with Spider-Man. This one's kind of like the introduction of it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kirsten Dunst like see through top in the rain. Yeah. He's six, though. He's six. Uh, You'll realize one day, Spider-Man 1's my favorite. It's my absolute favorite one, Dad. I'm going to kiss the girl (laughs) upside down. It's an interesting journey. Um, But I'm going to watch Venom with him. Do you reckon Venom's okay to watch with? I won't let him watch it on his own, but obviously... Yeah, I mean, like, I, I pick my battles. Like, I let my daughter watch horror movies depending on what's rated R for. I don't really particularly like nudity to show, which is so weird. It's it's, it's such a weird thing that I have going on. But if there's nudity in it, I don't want to watch it with her, yeah, obviously, for my comfortability as well. But if there's just some blood and some swearing, I'm cool with it. So I think it being a Marvel movie on top of everything else, superhero, and, and Venom's a big part of Spider-Man lore, I think it's okay to let him watch. I'm going to have a look to see what, what it's like. I mean, it might be a little bit scary. I don't know, though. Uh, is it to say it's a 15 or is it rated R? I don't know. It's rated R. Okay, so that's like Deadpool sort of rating. Okay, kind we'll see. Of. Um, so I almost got in a fight with a child the other day. Yeah, we were talking about this uh, before we hit recorders. I wanted to hear more about this behind the microphone. So why did you nearly punch an 11-year-old? 
Tom. Well, because he was telling me about my business and he was like, um, <laughs> he was like, I watched my shit. <laughs> he's like, I cry. I watched the, the karate kid the other day, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, which one, the original or the remake? He's like the original. I was like, Oh, well, okay. And he started describing the remake. He's like, you know, they went to China. I was like, that's the remake. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah, it is. I'm like, the original came out in like 1983 or four or something along those lines, you know, Daniel San and all that. And he's like, he's like, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking punch you right now. <laughs> fucking like, where do you get the guff? And I half respected it. Cause I'm like, okay, you don't, you should never, you should question authority, right? You should never just take the word of somebody. But I asked him like, you, what, you don't believe me? He's like, no. And I'm like, all right, well then I pull out the internet on his ass. And I was like, look at this and fucking all that jazz. So at the same point in time, I respect him for his fucking his his choice to not respect my authority. At the same point in time, it's like, dude, I this is what I do. I talk about this shit. I wouldn't watch this movie before you were fucking sperm your dad's <laughs> balls. Is that a point he, he responds with fake news? Then you drag him and beat the shit out of his parents in front of him and make him watch. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> fucking no, it, I mean, I, I kept my cool. I kept my cool. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. And I just proved it to him. But it, it made me <laughs> laugh a little bit that I got so uppity about being told that they don't believe me. I'm like, what do you fucking mean? Don't believe me. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, and you were just talking as well before we recorded. I think it's really important to talk about before we get out of here is that Squid Game TV show that everybody's oh, oh, fucking watching oh, at the Squid moment. Yep, 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 um, yep. And, you know, there seems to be a lot of pressure to make people watch it, right? Yeah. And me and you have both had the same responses. I'll get there when I fucking get there, right? Yeah. Calm your fucking tits, right? <laughs> I don't like being pressured to watch shit, right? I just don't. No, I, I don't respond to it. And the fact is, like, it looks fine. It looks fine. Like, I have no issues with mm. the movie as a whole, but I've seen movies that are similar to this. So it's not like, it's like, oh my God, revolutionary, groundbreaking, never been seen before. It's like, I've seen it. So I'll get there, but because it looks great. And also, I'm not being, you know, racist or anything, but I can't do with dubbed shit so you know i'll have yeah. to find a time when i can be free to sort of put all all my energy into a subtitled movie which i don't mind because it's great some top subtitled movies have been great for me uh-huh. uh but i can't be doing like as a joke we threw on this a uh, spanish movie i think it was yesterday and obviously it was du- it was um dubbed over and they were like hi how are you yeah no way i can't believe you we- did that was the door the explorer? Um, I don't know. Like it, it, it'll be fine eventually. I'm gonna send you a joint in the mail. That's how I'm gonna do it. I'll be like, here you go. Let's say you get past the dub shit, and you'll be like, Tom, you know, I figured out fucking dub movies rock. It's so interesting. The worst um, thing is, is I when I found out that Paw Patrol was dubbed in the UK. Yeah, I, I watched the American version. I was like, what the fuck's what? happening? <laughs> Well, what? that happened to me with the Wonder Pets and with a couple other things. Like, you guys always get it first. And then I'm like, oh, it's American. I'm like, oh, no, it's not American. What the fuck? Mm. Um, fucking. All right. Fucking. Let's. Uh, well, is there anything you're excited to watch horror movie wise uh, this week by chance? I feel bad that I didn't watch Candyman last night like I was meant to because obviously Mick worked on Candyman and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I should have watched it. I was kind of like, I want to watch Ted Lasso instead. Yeah. I want to finish it because um, I don't blame you. It's there. And Ted Lasso is, by the way, season two is very clever, very brilliant, and very. British. I think it's good. It's amazing. Um, but I wish TV series would stop ending with like half a fucking episode. You know, you yeah. get the other half in like six months or so. Off you fuck. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> like, when, when someone suffers from anxiety like me or, you know, 
uh, and, and you know you build yourself up through this episode is something bad going to happen oh my god it really affects you and then it just fucking yeah i know yeah. you've got to wait for it uh, i mean uh, stranger things has done that to me for the last fucking 18 months two years or however long it's been i know like, right when the fuck are they coming back god damn it well what what the fuck's happened to the guy is he in russia is he dead what the fuck's going on like you know he's in he's in mixtron's anus is where he is fucking he, all he ends up in russia uh, with uh scarlett johansson <laughs> <laughs> fucking amen um okay so we have a we have a website it's uh <laughs> you suck network.com and that's where you can find all the things that are you suck um this show included uh what's the difference with al and tom where we you know bring on amazing guests like fucking mick strong over there and we bring people on we kind of bullshit we figure we out do. stuff as we go along it's a good yeah, fucking show yeah, man. Yeah, we have yeah. a good t- we have a good time every week and that's we every single yeah. saturday we release on mondays uh we have yelling out class with the amazing eric fluger and alex whiteley where eric essentially just while alex winds eric up and he just lets him go and he backs up into the corner and then eventually eric stops yelling at him it's a very very kind of i mean he spends a lot of time writing notes and sending me pictures and yeah it's um it's very good if you want to learn about the um artistic importance of i don't know movies like star trek the motion picture or um uh the founder or something like that you know he's very good at taking artistic um things out of the general things you see and explain the importance of them all. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's good for that. And uh, we have another show called Wednesday Night Live, which we bring to you every Wednesday, which is generally me and Alex, and always joined by our good friend and uh, and partner of the uh, network, Mister David Raby. Um, and essentially, it's a chat at the pub. It's a really good time. We we deep dive on stuff. We do it all off the cup, uh, cup off the cup, off the cuff, and uh, we just have a great fucking time and all these things can be found on usucknetwork.com and while you're looking at usucknetwork.com and you say hey man these these guys built a really great website look how nice it is mm. don't thank us thank the good people of our weborchard.com weborchard.com they are a business that builds websites that's what they do they don't make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches they make nope. fucking websites yeah they do. and um if you have like a social media and you're like you sell things or you promote yourself or whatever it might be you're you're probably getting the outreach that's good but you can make it a lot better and what tells people that you're ready for the next fucking step is a website so reach out to the guys over weborchard.com and tell them that the you suck boys sent you amazing amazing Um, half as amazing as you are (laughs) Um, by the way the uh the the content i know this is going to be going out sort of three weeks after we've recorded this so if i've done it already here you go (laughs) where you go but we're we're looking at repurposing the the pod aid content uh so obviously we did 24 hour long shows run into eight separate streams right so i'm going to split all them up so you'll be able to go out and enjoy um enjoy that content but uh, i want to sort of say to you guys thank you for everybody that sort of supported us all the guests that came on you guys are fantastic and also for this youtube channel please subscribe if you've watched this video you've enjoyed it at least subscribe Subscribe. to the fucking youtube channel share the video yep tell people about it tell you tell your friends tell you your, your family tell your gran Fuck yeah. it, she might enjoy the show. You know what I mean? Tell your enemies. Tell your, Sickest yeah. on your enemies. Yeah. Like, oh, look at these fucking idiots. You know? We'll berate them forever. We'll be like, hey, enemy of my friend, how dare you? That's a great idea, by the way. If you would like us to insult someone for you, just send send us send us a target and we'll find the most creative ways to insult someone, you know? I don't mind calling someone a knob jockey on a show. Fuck it, let's do it. It's fucking amazing. Fucking knob jockey. Um, um, right. Like this. this has been What's the Difference Podcast. I've been Alex Whiteley. 
And I'm Tom Bruno. Let's get the fuck out of here. Hi, this is Ickis from our real monsters. And um, I would like very much to ask you, if you don't mind, to watch um, the USAC Network with Tom Bruno and Alex. Wait, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all. I have to go flush myself now.